Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Taking over. Let's go. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Stakes, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. It's pain free Friday for all on a bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seed of Bogan ate a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad attitudes, bad taste, bad lie, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Parola Place, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny went to Atlantic City today to play high end slots. She said she needed something to keep her lit for two days straight. I said, How about the Sativa Super Sherb number four? She said, Bag it up, son. Sunny boy in New York City, the Big Apple. <clears throat> People dressed in plastic bags, ready to travel in some kind of fashion. Shaking up, should do it. All my friends are coming around, fighting to fight the party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess! The town's tattered. My brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should be shaking. Hey, what's kicking? I'm Pharrell with Carver High Mafia. And Ty Stick Jones running out from Omaha, Beatville via Kansas City Mo at LTN and the Show Me State birthday roll call. On this Friday, Diana Tarasi, 39, Brock Marion, 51, Butch Carter, 63, Joe Montana, who stopped the press, 65, Gary Fensick used to light people up for the Bears, 67, and the Big Hurt. Look at that, Frank Thomas getting involved. All right, so at least I think that's the Frank Thomas they're talking about. There's there's another Frank Thomas. He's 92. When I saw 92, I was like, those pills he's taking really kick-started his age. There's a movie coming out called Old where people get older every 30 minutes. That was probably what he took. Those pills that get him better in bed. You see him in the weight room talking to the chicks. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Nugenics, is that what they call it? <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> How cheesy is that with Andy Van Slyke? And uh, who else is in on that? Your boy, the, the <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> Who's the dude, Carver High? Who's the dude that threw the touchdown for uh, Boston College? I can't think of his name. Doug Flutie. <laughs> What a disaster the start of this show is. I think it's funny, though. Kick ass. Dr. Shivago joins us momentarily. We got it all to Bucks take game three. In Milwaukee by three over the Nets. Middleton with 35. We got KD, Giannis on the show, Budenholzer. Spider Mitchell to Jazz go up two zip. 117-111 win over to Clippers. We'll hear from Donovan Mitchell, Quinn Snyder, the claw today. 
Sixers and Hawks tonight in Hot Town, Atlanta. G- yeah, 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 yeah. Nuggets and Suns tonight in the Mile High City. We'll talk about CP3 today, plus the NBA announces key dates for next season. Juwan Howard not interested in any NBA jobs. All your NBA news. Vegas beats Rotto last night to eliminate the Avs from the Stanley Cup playoffs. We got Peter DeBoer on the show. Nate McKinnon says he's done nothing so far in his nine years in the NHL. We got some good clips from him. Vegas and Montreal start Monday night in Vegas. Islanders in Tampa in Tampa on Sunday. Odds to win the Stanley Cup. We got it all for you. Jack Adams, final stats, the head coach of the year. And Brad Larson gets the job in Columbus. Good luck, dude. I mean, Christ, what are they ever going to do in that town with the hockey team besides nothing? I mean, honestly, uh, let's just get real here. They should sell it and move. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm really not kidding. Carver High knows I'm right. I'm just so mean, these poor people in Ohio. I love you. My uncle lived in Stowe. He was a good man. He taught me how to drink scotch. Uh, we welcome in our radio affiliates, uh, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mighty 1090 in San Diego, near Tijuana, do Yawana. Of course, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces, hoorah, Soldier, hoorah. Mafia getting involved with UFC 263+, plus Bellator 260 tonight. Strap in for that. Twins beat the Yankees walk-off style. Nelson Cruz going yardage. Aaron Boone on the show today. Plus, how about uh, Gene Segura, the walk-off, double off the wall in Philly yesterday. We got that for you. Tony LaRusso on the show today, plus Lance Lynn. Christian Arroyo ties the game for the Red Sox with a three-run shot. All of tonight's games in baseball, plus our NFL insider on a Friday per usual, Adam Kaplan. And we got Russell Wilson on the show today. Matt LaFleur talking about Jordan Love. Julio Jones talking about the Titans offense. Kyler Murray wants to play baseball again. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When they start talking about wanting to do other things, it's a problem. Beginning of the end. Uh, Good luck with that, Arizona. By the time I get to racially profiled Arizona. All right. Bruce Arians on the show today as well. And we got your Palmetto leaderboard. Carver High and Cam Stewart with massive gambling problems talking about the Palmetto Championship. No wonder their wives don't like them. I mean, honestly, they're betting on this tournament. I bet on the U.S. Open, thanks a lot. Tiger Woods doesn't want to do the U.S. Open on TV. He says, screw you. We've got everything going today. Injuries with Dr. Shivago. Kaplan, NFL Skinny, the latest in Green Bay. We're going to talk about the hockey it's the conference finals where I come from. Final four to everybody else. Can Carey Price stop the Vegas locomotive that ran through Colorado easily, winning four straight after losing the first two? And can the Islanders pull off the upset over Tampa? They lost to him last year in the conference finals. This year, they're going to shaft them with a shank right in the chest. We got two NBA playoff games tonight. I'm gambling heavily on both of those. It's all happening today on a pain-free Friday on Coast to Coast. Go with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Glamour for Dr. Zhivago every Friday on Coast to Coast. Dr. David Chow, pro football doc on social media. He's the man. We love him on Sports Grid. Uh, hey, Doc. So uh, Mike Conley sat out the first couple of games against the Clippers, and Harden's missed the first three games for the Nets against the Bucks. Uh, they both have the same kind of issues. Are they just playing it safe, these teams? until they really need these guys or it's just too dangerous for them to play because it keeps popping. Well, you know, you don't know until you examine it. It's hard to tell based on video, but I think it's more than just playing it safe. I mean, look, in Harden's case, he missed about five weeks and I think 22 games late this season, and now this is a recurrence. He's missed the last few games with, quote, hamstring tightness. Who misses games for tightness? You can stretch out the muscle. So clearly there's some sort of reaggravation strain. And so initially when it happened, I put the over-under at two weeks for him to return. I don't think he's likely to return this series, and we'll see when he returns for the next one, assuming, assuming the next Nets continue to get through. You know, uh, I had it. I've never really had, uh, knock on wood, hamstring problems, but I have had it uh, this past year. I popped mine, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, because I thought I could play through anything, plantar fascia in both feet, bone spurs, you name it, broken kneecap, broken hand. I've tried everything. But that thing, it absolutely crippled me. I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything with that. The minute you start running, it pops. And, I mean, you can literally do nothing playing basketball as far as I'm concerned. Is that what you're familiar with with that injury, that it's literally like same thing in the NFL? If you pop that thing, you're not doing anything. Well, look, you know, I don't have any firsthand experience with personal hamstring strains because I'm not athletic or flexible enough at this point in my life to even pull a hamstring. You actually have to be doing something to pull the hamstring. But that's being said, uh, basketball, yeah, especially since it's a two-way sport. Not only do you have to play offense and, and quick start and start, you have to react and play defense. You can't just you know, be on one side of the court, sit there and shoot threes and call it a day. So, uh, yeah, that's why bas- basketball, it is much harder because you have to play defense as well as offense. And it is a quick, fast twitch sport. So how about, uh, you know, 
I think, you know, for starting and stopping, it's brutal. But how about in baseball, like Madrigal tore his hamstring. What is the clinical difference between, you know, frankly, popping it, having a strain, having a tweak, uh, having a pull and actually tearing it? Well, in some ways, they're, they're similar. It really depends on how you're describing it. Technically, a strain is a tear. It's a tear that can be seen on MRI or with a microscope, but not necessarily with the naked eye. A grade three sprain is a complete tear that where you might see a defect of some sort. In Madrigal's case, it's more than just a hamstring tear. It's an involution of the insertion of the tendon up high on the hamstring, what we call the ischium, near the buttock, that sometimes needs surgery. And even without surgery, he's out at least the 60 days. This is headed towards season ending for him, um, and he might even need surgery yet to be determined. Doc has refused to operate anywhere near Pharrell's buttocks uh, in the past, and he continues to follow that line of thinking into 2022. He will not operate anywhere near my caboose. Let's talk a little bit about Jojo Embiid's meniscus. I mean, you got one guy playing through it in Embiid. You got another guy, Hunter, done for the season. What's the difference between their injuries? Well, just by description, they are similar. A new, small, lateral meniscus tear. But different exact locations of the meniscus, different types of tears, and also different approaches to the tear. This is why I said from the get-go when this was announced on Embiid that there's a possibility of surgery here, and the Sixers are going to have to be careful. DeAndre Hunter with the Hawks, who they play, had a similar type injury, and he's having surgery, and his season is done. Now, so far, Embiid has come back and played well offensively. I think defensively, not quite yet, but he's obviously an MVP caliber type player so he's able to get through it so far but the risk is aggravation and swelling in his knee and the potential tear getting worse which i'm sure the sixers are monitoring very closely so if that thing gets worse he could get shut down obviously now what about uh the nfl having uh, problems getting players vaccinated are you surprised by this not at all. Way back when, when people said we got to get the vaccine and it's fine, I said, look, I was in the NFL when the flu vaccine came out. We made an effort to get players to take the flu vaccine, and the flu vaccine was much uh, less controversial than the uh, uh, COVID vaccine. And we never got anywhere near 100% compliance. I mean, first pass, we were lucky to get half the players and we would even have meetings and I would like show them I'm getting the flu vaccine, it's okay. And there still would be people that wouldn't do it. So this doesn't surprise me. And legally, you're not able to force people to take it. So this is why they're doing the vaccine carrot. If you do this, you don't need a mask. If you do this, you don't have the close contact sit out. If you do this, we'll open up practices for you. So what I think teams are hoping for is that leaders on the team will say, look, you may not love the idea of the vaccine, but we're trying to win. And and if we're trying to win, we can't have people sitting out in just for close contact and other things. Let's reduce our risk. It's probably a similar tact that some teams took last year to say, look, we know COVID and the restrictions are quite painful for you and your family, but let's follow them all so that you don't get dinged and we can go on to win some games and potentially the Super Bowl. And I think that's what teams are trying to do internally. I don't think there's any way 
to force players. Why do you think uh, it's getting so much attention in the NFL with players and it's not really getting that kind of attention in the NBA, NHL, or baseball? Well, I mean, uh, it's a hot topic to talk about because there's not a lot of football to talk about. Uh, Brandon Bean, the GM of the Bills, talking about, you know, he might take a player who's vaccinated over one who, who wasn't, put that in the spotlight. It is being talked about some in uh, basketball and other baseball and other sports. Look, in San Diego here, some players have talked about, hey, as we head towards a pennant run, maybe I need to take it because I don't want a 10-day sit-out come uh, late September uh, because of this. And so it is being talked about. But then again, football is the biggest uh, sport, right? And so there's more attention to it. So uh, what do you know about Calvin Ridley's foot surgery? Well, it's reported to be minor. They didn't specify what it was. My assumption is that it was a bone spur of some sort. Don't have a lot of details, but think that he's going to be fine come the season. What about Cam Newton? Uh, he bruised that throwing hand last week, has not practiced since. And is it going to turn into a lingering issue? I doubt it. There's lots of time left before the season starts and training camp. And that happens all the time, more often than you think, on follow-through. The biggest news there is it gives more snaps to Mac Jones. So tell me about uh, what you know of Travis Shaw, the Brewer dislocated his shoulder. What does that mean for him? Well, dislocating your shoulder uh, by definition means you tore the labrum. And uh, can he get the swelling down, rehab, and return to play in some sort of brace or harness? The answer is maybe. Now, Tatis probably, Fernando Tatis Jr. probably has a smaller label tear. His shoulder hasn't come completely out of place with the dislocation like the Brewers guy here. But it did shift. And he is playing through and making it so far, but we'll have to see in uh, in the other case. All right, Doc. Great stuff. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, Scott. All right. There he is, Dr. David Chow, pro football doc. I was interested in, uh, we'll talk about it a little more when we do hockey, but uh, these four teams that are left standing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, they've managed to escape for the most part, any serious injuries. It's amazing with the violence that they play at the high rate of speed that they hit at. And uh, all those teams seem pretty healthy to me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
right, Carver. Hi, let's talk about the NBA. I thought, uh, frankly, that Bucks game was crazy in Milwaukee. I cannot believe, and I'll just say this quickly, how hard they had to work to win a game on their home floor when they jumped out to a 30-9 to lead and the entire second half was a struggle within Metallica style. I kid you not. That was all I need to know. If you can't do anything with them on your home floor and you get blown out in Brooklyn, you can barely beat them in your own building with all your fans, you're not going to beat them. You're not going to beat them in a series. Yeah, it was a rough night for the Nets in terms of shooting the basketball. A low-scoring game, 86-83. to The Bucks take game three. Series now 2-1 Brooklyn. Chris Middleton had 35 for the Bucks. Let's start with the Nets, Scotty. Kevin Durant said the bottom line is we weren't making shots, and you got to make shots to win games. Here's KD. It was really simple. It was just making shots. I think we got good looks. We got to the paint. We made an extra pass, uh, and we just made shots. You know, that's the, sometimes that's the name of the game. Both teams played incredible defensively. Uh, both teams played extremely hard. Uh, local turnover game. Uh, you know, they had eight blocks. We had eight steals, five blocks. You know what I mean? So it was one of them grind out games. And, you know, they just made one more, couple more points late. You know, they hit a couple more shots than we did. I mean, uh, the bottom line is is that he had 30. He went off. Kyrie had 22. I thought Bruce Brown had a great game until that last shot. I think he kind of freaked out. I thought the inbounds uh, was terrible. It went all the way across the floor east to west, and then they go pick it up. Brown drives to the basket, tries to take on Lopez, comes off hard off the glass. Uh, and I just thought it was just a, the worst thing ever. He had uh, Durant on the wing with him when he drove down the lane. Durant was right to his left. I mean, you got to give the only guy on the floor the ball that makes all the money and that makes the shots. I mean, Durant was the only guy hitting shots at all in that game. Look, both teams shot poorly. I, I thought, you know, the Bucks shot worse from three than the Nets, and they barely shot better than them. It was 36 to 37 in terms of percentages from the floor. I thought they were both terrible, and I thought, you know, the Bucks had Middleton and Giannis doing their thing. I thought Giannis was terrible from three, but their bench and their role players did absolutely squat in that game. They've got to get some productivity from anybody. Forbes, somebody else has to produce. They cannot beat this team, the Nets, when they only shoot poorly once in a blue moon. I mean, most of the time they shoot really well. So I would anticipate you'll see in game four the uh, Nets shoot better. And the Bucks have to get productivity from other departments, other players, if you will. Because it's not going to work having two guys uh, do everything and nobody else does squat. Did you see KD and PJ Tucker get into it? And the report today, there was a guy who like came on the court and pushed P.J. Tucker away. That was Durant's personal security guard who is on the Nets payroll. I don't think that's the place for him to be. He shouldn't be going on the court during the game to break up a scrum. I wouldn't be surprised, Scotty, if the Nets heard from the league office about KD's bodyguard coming on the floor and breaking up a fight between him and P.J. Tucker. Can we let the guys go here? Honestly, well, please. I mean, he shoved him. I saw that, and that's what really made Tucker inflamed. But really, 
I thought uh, Tucker, you know, I'll give him this. He played fantastic defense. He was violent. I thought he was very physical with Durant. I thought he fouled him at least 25 times, and the refs just (laughs) didn't call it. And I'll say this. When they got in a fight, it's like, yo, bro, control your action. Because when he started talking and screaming and cussing at him, he was spitting on him. I mean, he was – and he had no intent to spit on him. He just had – no. no control over his action. He was spraying Durant. And I'd be like, yo, bro, listen, hey, can you not give me some Shasta? <laughs> bro, you're foaming, up, you're foaming up on me. I mean, come on, bro. You're, you're, you're giving me some of the ginger. What's the problem here? Can you not lose on me a little loogie? I mean, you saw it. They showed it 50 times. And in super slow-mo, you saw him literally just spit right on him in the, in the year of the Hanta. I mean, what could be worse with COVID? I got some guy Lugan on me in an argument. First of all, uh, I think I think Tucker sucks. I mean, I think he's a good defender. Yes. He plays violent, but he can hit a three once in a while. But he's a fat ass, and he's not that great of a player. I'm not worried about him. Durant will use him like a kitchen Let's rag. Hear from- <laughs> Let's hear from Kyrie Irving. Says the Bucks were the more desperate team. They do what they were supposed to do. Come out aggressive. Backs against the wall sort of say, and uh, you know, we had to weather that storm. So, you know, they definitely uh, kind of put us on our heels for the rest of the game and just playing catch up, uh, playing their style of basketball. And then they made some big, big timely shots, uh, which carried them, carried them forward. But we had our chances down the stretch. Uh, it was a possession by possession game, you know, both teams battling. So that's a good old fashioned, uh, good old fashioned playoff game right there. It's simple, Carver. You've got to have the ball in Kyrie or Durant's hands for the last shot, no matter what. It cannot be Bruce Brown. I think Brown plays his ass off. He is nasty for a 6'4 guy on the boards. He always seems to come up with the ball. He works his ass off. I like his game. I like what he brings to the Nets. I keep him on the team no matter what, moving forward next year, etc. But he cannot ever be the guy with the ball in his hands with 10 seconds left in a game or five seconds left in a game because he cannot shoot the ball. He is a layup maker and a dunker only and a rebounder and a good defender. He cannot shoot the rock. It's got to be Kyrie. Kyrie was trapped. Then give the ball to Durant. I thought Nash screwed it up by not getting the ball in his moneymaker's hands. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. There's only a couple guys on that team that should have the rock right there. Let's go to Giannis now. He says even though the Bucks won, they could play a lot better. Personally, I, I enjoy fast, fast pace. You know, um, a lot of trying to you know, find my teammates for a lot of threes. Uh, High-scoring game, obviously. But at the end of the day, you know, it was a very low-scoring game. Uh, I mean, come possession on. Possession by possession. You had to get stopped. Bro, you were shooting bricks. In this game. Uh, you had to big shots to win this game. And, uh, he was awful day, last night, I thought. When you play a basketball game and you win the game, you, you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, but, you enjoy uh, it. Can, they didn't enjoy that we game. Play we can play better. <laughs> uh, we can play faster. You better play better. Uh, we can play more together. Play faster. We can move the ball better. Um, so he don't want to play D. He wants to run up and down. 20 points uh, like we usually do, but at the end of the day, if we can win a game by scoring, how many scored? 84, 86? I'll take it any night. Come on. Hey, listen, here's the deal. If Joe Harris hits shots, 
in any game moving forward, and Duran and Irving do what they do, I find it next to impossible for the Bucks to beat that team. If Joe Harris is shooting well, because Joe Harris last night puked. He was terrible. And once they lost him, they were beatable. You, that you're going two-on-two, two, Middleton and Giannis against Kyrie and Durant, last shot wins. I cannot believe they let Drew Holiday walk right down Main Street and shoot a finger roll layup uncontested. After the entire game, they were butchering, hammering, hacking, and fouling anyone that went near the paint. And then you let that guy tiptoe through the tulips and score a layup. That was embarrassing. They need Harris. And they can't let a guy shoot a winning layup with a finger roll uh, uncontested. There you go. Game over. Boom. Mic drop. There you go. Uh, one more from this game, and we'll go to the Jazz. Mike Budenholzer says that the Bucks found a way to win with his job on the line. Here's Budenholzer. You know, for us to have the big first quarter, and, and then, you know, things change. And uh, for us to, you know, just find a way to win a game. Um, you know, your character's tested in the playoffs. Characters tested coming into this game, and you know, like we said, the, the group has, has got high character. They responded, and now, now we just got to fill our cup back up and get ready to do it again. And uh, right. on Sunday, I actually think that Mike had absolutely nothing to do with that game last night. I mean, <laughs> zero, absolutely nothing. He is dead man walking. When they lose this series, he's going to get fired. I agree with you. The Jazz go up 2-0 on the Clippers, 117-111 to in Utah last night. Donovan Mitchell had 37. We know he had some injury issues down the stretch. Got a little banged up last night, but he says he is just fine. Here is Spider. I got hit, and it hurt, um, but I'm fine now. I'm, I walked in here. If you want me to sprint for you, I can. I'm good. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, it happens. Um, hey, hey, hey. Whoa. Whoa. Just too much productivity, Mike. Uh, you know, Clarkson had 24. There you go. Six threes. It's lights out. When you got Spy having 37, you got your sixth man of the year having 24 with six threes. Then you get Ingles 19 with four threes. Bogdanovich hit three threes. Gobert at 13 and 20 rebounds. Don't even get me started on block shots. They're not losing. And even though, I have to tell you, I thought Reggie Jackson had a great game at 29 with four threes. And Kawhi, 21, 27 PG. PG came back strong in this game and put up some nice numbers. Any other night they win, but not when you have a night with the Jazz spreading it to five guys having that much productivity. But th this is like just what we talked about with the Bucks a minute ago. Like, the Clippers can't have Jackson being their leading scorer. You know, you know, Kawhi's got to be the leading scorer. Paul George has to be the leading scorer. If they got a night where Reggie Jackson is their leading scorer, I don't care how hot he is, the Clippers aren't going to win. That's just the way that I look at it from that scenario. Well, uh, you know, I agree with you, but it, he has had a great playoff season. Uh, he is scoring uh, through his nose. He's having all kinds of productivity. The guy's been lighting it up. So he's been hitting big shots in the last series, and now he's doing it in this series. So he's doing more than anyone expected to see him pop in terms of scoring. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Djokovic up two sets to one on Nadal at the semis of the French Open in Roland Garros, and he just beat him in a tie break, and he was down in that set and and won it. Crowd going crazy. I don't know what's happening there in Paris, but I, I'm guessing there's a curfew of some sort because they're making the crowd leave, and the players are going to yeah. keep playing. What it, what the hell is that about? Uh, they're making them all leave the, the stadium? What? Yeah. I, COVID curfew they have over there in Paris. Uh, and it is going to be just about uh, 10 p.m. their time coming up in a few minutes. So they uh, have a COVID curfew over there, Scotty. I know the first match, the first semifinal ran a little long. So this right. one started a little later than anticipated. So uh, everybody's going to have to run home and watch it on TV. They're at Roland Garros. Also in Europe right now, Italy up 3-0 on Turkey in the opening game of the Euro tournament. Let's finish off the basketball here. One more from that Jazz Clipper game. Here's Kawhi. Says that the Clippers have been down 0-2 before. Just last series against the Mavs. It's not going to worry them. We all got to put our will out on the floor. Uh, you know, um, you know, see what we did uh, in the first two games and um, try to limit our mistakes. And I like your sweater. There, pretty much. Um, Very excited. You know, we, we'll see tomorrow what we got to do. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of fight left. So, um, you know, we're, we're up for the challenge. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, they got a lot of work to do. But look, it's the same thing as last night in Milwaukee. They found a way. Uh, I think you're going to see more of that tonight in Atlanta and in Denver. And I think you're going to see more of it in Los Angeles this weekend. So let's get to tonight. We have two game threes. We start in Hot Town. Atlanta tied 1-1 with the 76ers. They host game three. The Sixers right now, Scotty, one-and-a-half-point road favorites down in Atlanta, 224-and-a-half the total. What do you think? I'm on the Hawks. Uh, the way they play in that State Farm in Hot Town uh, is undeniable. I think that uh, you saw what they did to the Knicks there. The place is going to be packed. It's going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. And they get their swerve on there. I'm going to take the Hawks tonight. I won't be surprised if I take them in game four as well. I'll take that one and a half. Thanks, ma'am. And I'll, I'll take the buck six, too. And in the late game, the Suns up 2-0. 
head to Denver, take on the Nuggets. Nuggets, minus two, the favorites at home tonight, 222.5 the total now. Look, I think the Suns are better than the Nuggets, and I think they're going to finish them off in this series eventually, but it won't be tonight. I'm on Denver tonight to make it 2-1. Joker with a huge game. Everybody else is going to get involved, and I'm going to do whatever I got to do there. I'm going to lay it and go Denver. I think they'll win game three. And also with Chris Paul, I don't know why we're talking about this now. We should wait till the season's over. You know, they are, you know, on a run to the NBA Finals. But he is due for a new contract. He can opt out and try to get more money, or he can opt in for $44 million next season. I take the $44 million. He ain't going to get $44 million a year next year, Scotty. Come on, Chris. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, there are teams, you've heard it before. I know they uh, play like they want, you know, Oubre, but uh, – don't tell me the Knicks wouldn't take Chris Paul and throw a ton of money at him to play at the Garden with what they're watching him do right now in Phoenix. And he's been doing it forever, and he's still got mad game. I think he can test that uh, free agency. Look, at worst, what happens? He doesn't get the offer he wants somewhere else, and he goes back to the Suns with a deal. Uh, I think he can do whatever he wants. Why limit yourself to just the Suns when he can make more scratch? And don't tell me he can't make more money in New York than he can in Phoenix. And speaking of next season, the NBA yesterday laid out the key dates for the 21-22 season, September 28th training camp, October 19th. The season starts, playoffs April 16th, and then June you get to the finals, the draft June 23rd. So next year, Scotty, back to normal. We've had a crazy year and a half here. NBA is going to be back on schedule starting in October. Very exciting. Very exciting. It is. And finally, Juwan Howard not interested in any NBA jobs. He will be staying at Michigan. Cody White of the Bulls has shoulder surgery. And Russell Westbrook is going to make a documentary about the culture of L.A.'s Crenshaw neighborhood where he grew up. Nice job by Russ. He's making films now just like everybody else in Los yeah, they're, Angeles. They're, you know, that'll be the 7,000th movie about Crenshaw. I mean, uh, good luck yes. with that. Are you going to tell us something we don't know already? Let's get Seriously. to hockey now. I agree with you. There's been a lot of movies about Crenshaw. Hockey now. That last night, the Vegas Golden Knights shut the door on the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 to at the T-Mobile. They win the series in six games. Let's start with Golden Knights head coach Peter DeBoer. Beating the Avs was huge. Everybody thought they were the favorites, but there is a lot more work to do. Coach DeBoer. It still hasn't sunk in. We, we beat a team that, you know, maybe has the best analytics in, in the last 10 years. Uh, you know, a team that, that people were, were pretty much handing the Stanley Cup to, you know, all preseason, all season, and, and for sure once the playoffs started and, and for sure after they, they rolled through the first round. So, um, you know, I, uh, uh, if anyone ever questioned our group, um, you know, I, I think they answered the bell and, uh, you know, the, what they just accomplished is huge. And, and having said that, you know, we're only halfway done here where we're going, which is which is hard to believe. Yeah, you got to win 16 games. I'll say this, uh, Carver High, I know you watch the game. Here's the deal. Uh, you go up on the Taves goal, and then, you know, less than a minute later, you give up the Holden goal. 
Max Holden from One Life to Live. Like, you give up these no-name <laughs> hack goals. That was a terrible goal that, uh, that he gave up. And then, uh, listen, uh, Grubauer, it got worse from there, in my opinion. No, you go down 2-1. Then you tie it on the random power play goal, which was a beautiful goal. Then you give up the Colsar goal, which is a slap shot from Peter Angelo from the point that Colsar never saw. It, it hit his stick. He's like, wait, did that just hit me? And it went in. It ricocheted in off the stick. That was a lucky goal. I don't care what you say. Then Burakovsky ties it with an amazing shot. And then Pietrangelo gets the shot off the end boards. So a shot from the other point goes off the end boards to the other side. And he's standing there and ricochets it in past Grubauer. I thought that's a goal you see, what, once a year in the NHL? I thought the Avs outplayed the uh, Knights in that game all night long. And Vegas got all these bounces. His last goal uh, where he scored, uh, you know, I mean, honest to God, that was so lucky it wasn't even funny. And then you get the two empty netters, whatever. But I thought that goal, every bounce in the game either deflected when he scored uh, the goal. Remember, they got a goal in front, the carrier goal. Yep. He shot it from the point. It hit a, a Avs player. His stick broke, bounced in like a knuckleball all the way down to carrier stick. Another carrier air conditioning system goal. Never heard of him either. The biggest hacks on Vegas team scored all the goals, <laughs> cheap goals. You can't tell me that they didn't get lucky last night with bounces. I know they're better, and they won four straight, and they won the series. Good for them. You and I have thought they'd be in the finals for two years. Bottom line is this. Last night they got outplayed and they got all the bounces. Correct. I agree with you. Colorado outplayed them last night. They, they were the better team. Vegas got everything. And you're right. Every hack imaginable on Vegas scored. I mean, this was not Stone, Pacioretty, and Marcia so beating the Colorado Avalanche last night. All the dirty guys got the goals. And I thought it was a problem. When they let up that goal right away, that for me was it. When they scored yeah. under a minute into the game and then to give it right back, that was brutal. Grubauer was awful the last couple of games. Uh, he didn't do them any favors either. Let's hear now from Nathan McKinnon, of course, the star player of the Colorado Avalanche. He says, I don't want to hear about it. I've accomplished nothing in the league so far. We lose every year. Here's McKinnon. For sure. I mean, there's always next year. It's all we talk about. I feel like, I mean, I'm going in my ninth year next year and I haven't won so I'm just definitely oh. motivated and I'm just... Yeah, it just sucks, you know, losing four in a row to a team. And, um, you know, it felt like last year was our first real chance to win. And this year we had, I mean, we we're, I thought we were the best team in the league. We, for whatever reason, we just couldn't, Wrong. couldn't get it together. And I'm sure in training camp next year, we'll figure it out and dissect things and come back better. Yeah, listen, I, I agree with you, Mike, that the first goal that to make it 1-1 that quickly after you take a lead in a gigantic desperation elimination game on the road, you go up once, you have 20 seconds in, you give up that goal, that was terrible. But for me, well, I was on the bench. I was on the radio when it happened. The, the end board goal by Pacioretty, when, when he scored that, I said right then to Mafia, I go, there's your game winner. And then yep. I said to him, and he'll back me up on this, I said, They'll score two more in the third because they're getting all these cheap goals. They're going to get two more cheap ones and put six on the board. Sure enough, they did. 
the Pacioretty goal broke their backs because it was just another cheap-ass, pathetic goal. And I just thought, you know what I called Group Hour all night? I called him Shaky's Pizza. That's who he was. Yeah. Shaky's Pizza. He was, he was real shaky. He was real shaky. He cost the avalanche here. Here's one more with McKinnon. I don't know what was going on with this reporter last night, but McKinnon just, he had enough after this question. Here it is after, uh, after he answered that other one, this awful question from this reporter. Here we go. Nate, you know, I know you're a gamer and, uh, and all this, and, uh, you know, I'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now. It's like, all right, we've done all the thinking we can do. We've done all the game planning we can do. Maybe, maybe you know, just f- it. We'll just go in next year and just not think that anymore and just win this thing. Well, we don't think so much. Is that am I on the right path at all with this? Like maybe it's it too much. Look at McKinnon. Look, look oh. at McKinnon. Last one here for Nathan. Inspector Sportsnet. I mean, honestly, what are we doing here? So now Vegas moves on. They will face the Montreal Canadiens in the semifinals. Game one is Monday night. I give to you the series price. Talk about laying the lumber. The Knights minus 440 for the series. You can get the Habs at plus 330. That is a very heavy favorite, Scotty. I mean, and, and, you know, there's no one on the face of the earth except Marenzi that thinks the Canadians are going to (laughs) win. God bless him. Uh, But I'll say this. Gary Price is going to have something to say about this. Uh, I do believe you're talking about two of the greatest goalies in the world for sure. Flurry and Price, what a series it'll be just with the goaltending alone. And anything's possible. Anything is possible. I'm taking the Islanders to beat Tampa, and I had them to beat Pittsburgh and Boston. And everybody said I was nuts. And I'm telling you, anything could happen, even in the Montreal series, because of Carey Price. Anything's possible with that guy in that. I don't care what anybody says. And as you see right there, Scotty, game one between the Islanders and the Lightning, Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, the Lightning, minus 198. The favorite at home, the Islanders, plus 168. Let's keep the train rolling, baby. More More Islander plus money, Scotty. Let's go. Islanders win game one, and let it be known uh, that they are not the same team, believe it or not, that lost to them last year. They're different. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
Nadal up 2 zip in the fourth set, and he broke uh, Djokovic to start the set. And uh, a lot of the fans said, screw you to the curfew. They're not leaving, and they are still there. There could be chaos soon. I'm looking uh, on this tennis match as often as I can to see if there's any violence. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up the hockey. You got some uh, odds for the cup final. Yes. Here we go. Four teams left. The odds to win the Stanley Cup at FanDuel. We have the Vegas Golden Knights, your new favorite after beating Colorado, plus 120. Tampa, plus 145. The Islanders at 6-1. to one. The Canadians at 11-1, to one, Scotty. Oh, man. I love that juicy Islander number. I hate them, but I love betting. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm rooting for my bets. Last night, your boy Mafia told me that he's rooting for the Islanders. Because all of his friends are Islander fans. And you know what I said? I love it. Screw your friends. I don't root for them ever. <laughs> I don't care who my friends are. How about I sleep with my friends' wives? I don't have anything to do with your team rooting for them. I'm rooting for my bets. Now, here is How's that sound? the new... He's, I'm, I'm fine with that, absolutely. I need to show you the new head never coach the of the Columbus. I know that much. I would, I I would never in much. my life root for the Penguins. I would never in my life root for them. Uh, here is the new Columbus Blue Jackets head coach, Brad Larson. He was an assistant under John Tortorella for the last few years. Everybody hates torts except this guy. Here's Brad Larson. Getting to know him over the last six years, um, not just as a coach, that he trusted me, he empowered me, he grew me. Um, but as a man, I, I wish everybody <laughs> could know him how I did. Um, he's just. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you always have my back. You were always there for me. I mean, he's crying about torts. Oh, God. If someone <laughs> touched his shoulder, <laughs> don't touch me. <clears throat> he's a special man. No, he isn't. Oh, he's a special man. He's an ass hat. (laughs) And I will be forever in his debt. I mean, Tortorella's the biggest (laughs) D that ever walked the earth in the NHL. Expert perspectives and actionable insights 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. It's the winning edge. What are you going to do? Not listen? This. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.